Can't hide my pain no more, this shit gon' make me lash out. I ain't playing games no more, I really might just black out. She can't feel her legs no more, I blew her fucking back out. Run up on me, bitch, on God, I blow your fucking back out. Where I'm from, this shit go down, a lot of niggas crash out. I just see my cousin cut some work about the crack house. He ain't got nothing to lose, he might just bring the mask out. We gon' take your visa too, I hope your credit card don't max out. Poppy, take some bricks and soap and turn it to a bankroll. You two won't get rich like Hovind. Like a kilo drop inside the pot, my nigga spinning. Hey, I just heard a hater just got shot, now I'm grinning. Hey, I just took more dope, it's just gonna keep me out my feelings. If I wasn't rapping, I'd be trapping, making millions. I ain't worried about nothing, I got more money than my ex. I don't have to call, bitch, pulling up off my tits. First day I bought her the AP, cause she went. I done spent so much, man, on bitch, I forget. On a one spill, you can't find us in a store. Heard it was your wifey, I turned it to my home. Let me be your sponsor, you are Betty, you can get endorsed. You should near, you know them well to make girls get more. Go, please. Oh, yeah. They be like, King, no, stay on it. I'm like, I know. I said I was going to drop something Thursday. Well, from a technical standpoint, it is Thursday, bitch. This is King Known Uncensored, baby. We got that Game 5 talk ready to rock and roll. But we got, of course, a few stories to talk about. First things first. Damn. Even worse Kawhi Leonard news as Kawhi Leonard has suffered a meniscus tear. Now, however, there are two versions of a meniscus tear. There is one that you got to sit out six to eight months for. And there is one that you have to sit out six to eight weeks for. Lucky that lucky for Kawhi. He may return early next year if he decides to come back. Terrible news, terrible news. But one thing that I did not like, I did not like punk ass, poon ass, Shucking and jiving, Savion Glover, tap dancing, pushback, hairline-ass motherfucking Stephen A. Smith. Talking shit about Kawhi, saying he's the worst superstar ever. Nigga, you're the worst broadcaster ever. All you do is yell and scream when you don't have a comeback for somebody making a great point. That's first things first I want to fucking address. And there is no worst superstar. There's no such thing. Now, Kawhi Leonard, you can say that he's the most unavailable superstar. I'll give you that. But he's been available up until this point. Nobody was saying anything like when he was winning championships. I mean, Kawhi Leonard can retire right now and be a top 50 all-time great player. But unfortunately, Stephen A., your bum ass should relate to Kawhi Leonard's situation. Didn't the torn ACL um, stop your college basketball career, nigga? You got to have some sympathy for a guy like this who really doesn't necessarily say shit just goes out there and balls like Kawhi Leonard's a two-time champ two-time finals MVP we've seen what he could do when active he's a top 10 player obviously the injuries you know 
break him a little bit further down the list as far as the best players and whatnot. But when he's on the floor, he's a problem. I say the same thing about Anthony Davis. There has been many injury-prone players, and Stephen A. has not said the worst superstar except to Kawhi Leonard. That gives me the indication that this shit is personal. Like, that was just a very ignorant comment to make. The worst superstar ever? That's what you got? This man has an arthritic knee condition, dude. And I'm sure you probably know that. And if you don't, you're an even worse reporter than I thought. The man has to manage an arthritic knee injury by missing particular, missing certain games. That's actually a worthy excuse of load management. Whereas players just be banged up and sit out, but they're not legitimately hurt. These guys are just taking a day off and pissing away a game check. No nigga, Kawhi actually has to have load management. But unfortunately, this is yet another star that can't reach his full potential because of his injuries. My prayers and thoughts go to Kawhi Leonard and fuck Stephen A. Smith. Now let's move on. Prize, damn hammy. In 96, you was the man, homie. Fuck happened to you. Damn. Proz was found guilty of everything that I talked about last show. Basically, um, stealing money from a billionaire to fund political campaigns. And he, he was guilty of all charges. And David Kenner was the attorney. God damn. This nigga sends more black men to jail than fucking Kamala Harris. Shit crazy. Damn, so this man faces up to 22 years. This nigga doing at least a 15 piece. Prayers and thoughts, man. That's all I can really say about that. Wow. And another th- another narrative about the Clippers in the Sun series that I'm sick and tired of hearing. I'm sick and tired of hearing people say um, that, um, oh, man, why it, why, would, why it take five games to beat a team without Kawhi Leonard it, without their two best players? Why is it taking so much? Because the Clippers are deep, you fucking idiot. That's why you do know that um, Russell Westbrook is is on the Clippers. You do know that Eric Gordon is there, who is solid. You do know that Terrence Mann is here. He's one of the better young players out there. You do know that Marcus Morris is on this team, savvy, smart veteran. You do know that Ibiza Zubak is on the team, a very solid big man, one of the best and more underrated big men in today's basketball. You do know that Bones Highland is on the team, one of the league's up-and-coming young scorers. This team is deep as hell. You do know that Norman Powell is on this team, a guy who went toe-to-toe with Devin Booker one game in the series where he had 45 points, right? So even without the team's two best players, this team has done great things. They're very well coached. And Tyron Lue is the coach who has won championships. So I don't want to hear that narrative. And I don't want to hear no excuses. Now, the the Clippers didn't necessarily have enough to win the series. I understand that. But they put up a hell of a fight for a reason. 
they were acting like the Clippers are just so depleted and defeated. When this is a very good team, even without their two best players. That could make the playoffs and with the right matchup could win the series. But the problem is, though, you know, you got Devin Booker and Kevin Durant and Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton on the other side, you know. That's very tough to overcome when you have just a group of good-ass players. They remind me of the Brooklyn Nets. That's what that Clippers team reminds me of. Good enough to make the playoffs, but not sure, depending on the matchup, if they're good enough to win a series, especially against a loaded Suns team, which I said needed a guy like Kevin Durant on the team. Jack Harlow announces random album titled Jackman, which is his first name. Set to come out tomorrow. Am I excited? A little. Wasn't expecting a Jack Harlow album so fast after uh, his last one. Uh, This is a guy that survived the sophomore slump in my book. And he's been consistent so far as far as what I've listened to. Looking forward to listening to it on Friday or hopefully uh, today. It, it, it will leak and I can get the copy of it. Last story before we get into these games and some land of the eliminated. We're going to be here for quite a while. So get your popcorn ready. Um, But um, Anthony Edwards allegedly was arrested on an assault charge after the uh, Nuggets-Timberwolves loss for assault with a chair. Basically, this was an accident. Anthony Edwards was pissed off that he lost the game, so he ran grabbed a chair and threw it and it allegedly hit someone and they're suing and they're pressing charges. I think that's some bullshit and I think that's whack. You know how these players are. You know how these players can be and he didn't intentionally mean to hit you. So whoever's doing that shit is wild fucking corny and I hope you lose that case. But I'm sure AE is probably going to give them some money to back down and to get off the dick. Now, let's get to these games, man. I'm excited. These game fives were electric. And let me tell you something, man. This this playoffs, dog, this playoffs here, nigga, has been lit. Not going to cap for the people. But anyway, game five. The Atlanta Hawks force a game six and push back a Janet Jackson concert. As the Atlanta Hawks defeat the Boston Celtics in Boston, 119 to 117. As Trey Young proves the NBA haters that voted him the most overrated player and told them to eat a dick. He scored 38 points and 13 assists without the services of DeJounte Murray. He called DeJounte Murray before the game and said, get ready for game six. Bogdan Bogdanovich in Murray's place, 18 points, five rebounds. I mean, five assists, six rebounds. John Collins, 22 points. He was huge in this game. Definitely showed up. Boston 
Jason Tatum was horrible in this game. 19 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists, but shot 8 of 21 from the field and 1 of 10 from 3. I don't think he's doing that again. Jalen Brown, though, held it down. 35 points. Sheesh. He was balling. Derek White, 18 points. Malcolm Brogdon, 14 points. It's just plain and simple. The one way to describe this game is Atlanta just wanted it more. And Boston fell asleep at the wheel. You can never fall asleep on any opponent. Because that's when they strike and they attack and attack they did. Next up, the Denver Nuggets advanced to the second round of the playoffs with a victory, a 112-109 victory over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Crazy. That had to be a tough way to lose. I mean, tight games that 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 go to the last possession are my favorite style of games. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards both showed up, so it's not like they choked. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns had 26 points, 11 rebounds. This is the best game that he's played throughout the entire playoffs. Anthony Edwards had 29 points on 13 of 27 shooting. Eight rebounds, seven assists. Mike Conley had nine assists, seven points. Even Rudy Gobert, 16 points, 15 rebounds. It just came down to the last possession. No one to blame here. Nikola Jokic, though. Jesus, 28 points. 17 rebounds, 12 assists. Looking very MVP-like in this game. But the MVP for real of this game is Jamal Murray. As playoff Jamal Murray came to town like Santa Claus. 35 points, 12 of 23 shooting, 5 of 9 from 3. Just balling out of control. Big balling and shot calling. And Denver advances to the second round of the playoffs. Land of the eliminated Minnesota Timberwolves. They have a lot of decisions to make. They have to put a better cast around Anthony Edwards. I mean, they struggled all year. They just did. Like, they struggled to find consistency and chemistry. <clears throat> and then Minnesota has to be, has to draft well. And have a more reliable bench because these guys just not going to cut it. And if they're going to take the next step into being contenders, um, I'm going to need them to, you know, get their shit together. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I think the Minnesota... Timberwolves head coach should be fired because this dude just can't fucking coach. He's not very good at strategies. He's not really good at adjustments. He just lets Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns go one-on-one with everybody and hope everything works. And then they just run Cat and Rudy off of pick and rolls constantly and pray. I feel like they have to upgrade at point guard. I think my I don't think Mike Conley is it. And I just feel like they just have to get better all around with the starting lineup. I mean, honestly, I think they should trade Carl Anthony Towns while he still got some value left. To put better pieces that fit Anthony Edwards' game because they're clearly not going anywhere. And they only seem to like win one game every playoff series. I mean, with the exception of, of course, against uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, 
uh, a season ago. But, yeah, this team, they tried with Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns tried to do the San Antonio Spurs and ended up doing the, uh, <laughs> what was that shit? Back in the day that failed miserably. Like they tried to do with Barkley and Elijah Wan, basically. But, um, yeah, man. Minnesota got to get their shit together. And honestly, dude, the GM got to get fired for that Rudy Gobert shit because they gave up way too fucking much to only really um, grab one playoff victory. That ain't going to do it. Chris Finch should be fired, and the Minnesota Timberwolves GM should be fired. Now let's move on to the next game. So the Phoenix Suns close out the L.A. Clippers. 136 to 130 as the Clippers refused to go away because them because Phoenix man they had those niggas on the ropes. Like they're fighting for their fucking life as they got down as many as 20 points. But lucky a few big shots kept the Clippers at bay, but it was too little, too late. As, wow, the Clippers had seven niggas in double figures and still lost. That's crazy. Norman Powell led all scores with 27 points. Nicholas Batum had 19 off the bench. Mason Plumlee had a 20-10 triple-double off the bench. Vita Zubak had a 16-10 double-double. Uh... Man, Russell Westbrook had 14, 8, and 8. He, although he shot horrible, 3 of 18, 1 of 6. This Clippers team was deep as hell. I don't want to hear the excuse of, oh, man, you know, Phoenix is just beating up on an injured team. This is more than just an injured team. If you If this team was like an actual lineup, they would make the playoffs. They just wouldn't win the championship. That's the only thing. They're well coached. Bottom line. Land of the Eliminated. Matter of fact, before we get to the Land of the Eliminated, my bad. I didn't even speak on the Phoenix Sun statistics. <laughs> Kevin Durant, 31 points. 10 and 19, shooting 4 of 6. Very efficient. DeAndre Ayton. Played like an NBA player and not a WNBA player. 21 points, 11 rebounds. Devin Booker, 47 points, 8 rebounds, 10 assists. This is this is a Devin Booker masterclass this playoffs. Chris Paul, 15.7 assists of his own. Phoenix is set to face off against the Denver Nuggets. Oh, boy. We will get to that talk a little bit later on in the show. We'll get to my predictions. But anyway, landed the eliminated Los Angeles Clippers. The Clippers staff record label and as a motherfucking crew, Lawrence Frank and Jerry West have some decisions to make because my boys. The Clippers didn't always put together this great fucking cast of characters and have never been able to get it done. I mean, they went to their first conference finals two years ago without their best player. Like the Clippers are just a seat of bad luck when it comes down to them playoffs. Regular season, they're awesome. But it might be that time to break up Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I hate to say it. Like, you can get like 10 players for these two niggas and some first and second round picks if you just get it done while they still have some value left. Paul George will be 100% healthy next year. You can get a whole lot for Paul George. You can get a whole lot for Kawhi Leonard. 
who is pretty much considered damaged goods. I like the role players that the Clippers have. I like Eric Gordon. I like Marcus Morris. I like Avisa Zuba. I like Norman Powell. I like Russell Westbrook. I like Terrence Mann. I like Nicholas Batum. They just need two guys that are more healthy. Or a guy. I bet you they wish they could have kept uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander now instead of Paul George, eh? Crazy. So now we move on to today's games. Oh boy, we had three heavy hitters and club bangers. New York Knicks eliminated the Cleveland Cavaliers as. The Knicks defeated the Cavs 106 to 95. Wow, is all I have to say. And the fucked up part about all this shit is they only had their best player, Julius Randle, for one half. And the Cavaliers still choked. Choked on Dicks. The Mecca of basketball. Is in upheaval. The motherfucking Knicks fans are clapping their Tims together. As they advance to the second round. For the first time. In a long ass time. Since they had uh, Carmelo Anthony. When they advanced and played, I believe it was the uh, Pacers that round. And they lost to the Pacers that year. Tough. So, R.J. Barrett, 21 points. Mitchell Robinson, 13 points and 18 rebounds. Julius Randle in one half at 13 points, 6 assists and 4 rebounds. Jalen Brunson at 23 points. And he continues to prove that he is Donovan Mitchell's daddy. Emmanuel quickly, 19 points off the bench. Obi Toppin, 12 points off the bench. Bing bong. Cleveland Trashaliers, the Fagaliers, are fucking ass, man. I mean, Darius Garland had a good game. 21.7 of 13 shooting, four assists. Donovan Mitchell at 28 points. Shot three of 12, three, 11 of 26. Better than last game, but not good enough. Karis LeVert at 17 points, but no production and output from their bench, which is something that they would definitely have to address in the offseason, which leads me to... Land of the Eliminated, the Cleveland Cavaliers. This was a disappointing season. Like, the Cavs had a great regular season. I feel like the Cavs have to uh, go out and get a better bench. It's just plain and simple. The GM did his job in putting together a great team. One thing that I did realize that I was disappointed in in this series was Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, how the Knicks basically pumped them. Like, Randall and Robinson and Toppin were killing Mobley and Allen and Lamar Stevens. And then it was a mistake to buy out Kevin Love. Because if you look at Kevin Love on the Miami Heat right now, yeah, 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 you know it. I would have never bought out Kevin Love. I would have kept Kevin Love. That was a big mistake, letting go of somebody that 
won a championship for that city. And as the New York Knicks, it's a parade in their city. And confetti doesn't drop from the sky. It's Timberlands and Buck 50 Razors coming from the sky right now in New York. But Cleveland, major disappointment. I think that they should, you know, and I bet you they regret trading O'Shea Agbaji too. Because that's the guy that they could have been using. Yeah, Cleveland got to make better draft decisions next year. And then get a bench. Moving on. Next game on our list. Los Angeles Fakers lose. Oh, I'm going to sleep well tonight. I'm going to sleep really good. As the Memphis Grizzlies defeated the Los Angeles Lakers 116 to 99. As John Morant woke up. As the Lakers poked the Grizzly. <clears throat> Anthony Davis, though, Jesus, 31 points, 19 rebounds. My God, that nigga is him. I told y'all, when this motherfucker is on, he's the best player in basketball. LeBron James decided to take a, uh, to play a half a day. But damn, dog. Craziness. Man, five of 17, one of nine. This is your goat. This is your king. Oh, but he's 38. The king looked like a jester today. The king looked like an usher today. King looked like a princess today. I mean, he did have a double-double. That was cool. But it did nothing to close out this series. Ja Morant and Desmond Bain. Ja and Bain definitely should be kept. And the rest of the team should be evaluated. Because Ja Morant had 31 points. 10 rebounds and 7 assists. Incredible game from Job. Desmond Bain had 33 points and 10 rebounds and 5 assists. Desmond Bain is a lot more talented offensively than I give him credit for. He was really good. He's been good in this series. He's been excellent. Jaron Jackson had 18 points and 10 rebounds. I wish he would have blocked more shots. That's just me. I think he gave up way too many layups. Dylan Brooks. This dude talked all this shit. And it's 3 of 15 from the field. 2 of 10 from 3. Memphis should cut this guy. Or, or bring him off the bench and start Luke Kennard and let Desmond Bain play the 3. But, yeah, man, all in all, all I can say about this game is it's a parade in my city. I mean, what had happened was the first half, I mean, I think from the opening tip, I knew Memphis was going to win this game. It's no, It was no doubt in my mind I knew Memphis was not going to go down and lose 4-1, especially at home. Now, going back to L.A., that would be a tough task. But I actually think Memphis can win game six as well and force a game seven. I told y'all, Memphis was going to fuck three games off this series because they're stupid as hell. But they finally got their shit together and made adjustments and actually hit shots today. I think that 
if Dylan Brooks didn't shoot the basketball, they would have won by 30. So nobody got eliminated, and the Grizzlies are still alive. They still alive. They still alive. <laughs> anyway. Wow. This next game, though. Upset special. As the Miami Heat upset the Milwaukee Bucks 128 to 126 at home as Miami wins 4 to 1. The Heat are the first play-in team to ever advance to the second round of the playoffs. Wow. I mean, talking about having one's number, I mean, this isn't the first time the Miami Heat have beaten the Bucks. Won't be the last either. I mean, I do I do understand that Giannis Antetokounmpo missed two games. That's fair. But however, Giannis Antetokounmpo was there for the last two games. And guess what, people? They lost. The Bucks choked. This was a major choke job. You know, these guys were the champs two years ago. Now they're the chumps two years later. Drew Holiday got his ass toasted and exposed. Well, I'm not going to say exposed because I think Jimmy Butler is just somebody that Drew Holiday just can't guard. He could guard everybody else, but cannot guard Jimmy Butler. As the Miami Heat defeated the Milwaukee Bucks in overtime, 128-126 in a heartbreaker. Jimmy Butler, 42 points after dropping 56 the other night. This nigga is a problem. This nigga, him and Devin Booker might be the two best players this playoffs right now. This is incredible. Kevin Love, 15 points, 12 rebounds. This is what happens. Spo, now Spo is coaching. Spo is adjusting on the fly. This is why Eric Spolstra is one of the top five coaches in the game. I was worried about him for a second. But Espo still got the magic touch and the Midas touch. He played Kevin Love 32 minutes. Bam at a buyout. His best game of the playoffs. He's been he's been ass up until now. 20, 10, and 10. Gabe Vincent, 22 points. Incredible. Even though Milwaukee choked in this series, they ain't go out like no bitches, though. I'll give Milwaukee that respect. Middleton, the mid-pack, had 33 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Giannis Antetokounmpo at 38 and 20 and has to go home. That's got to be a fucked up feeling. Like, I'm just sitting here watching Giannis's press conference, and damn. He looked heartbroken. Brooke Lopez, 18 points, 10 rebounds. Drew Holiday, 16 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. I mean, they fought to the bitter end, but I feel like once they got down 3-1, I did not think that they were going to come out of that hole. Miami has already had their number over the years. Like, Miami was just ready to go. And Milwaukee couldn't climb up out that hole. Land of the eliminated Milwaukee Bucks. I cannot believe I'm saying this. And I lose another series, man. I wonder what the fuck my record is right now. I'll find that shit out at the end of the show. But anyway, land of the eliminated Milwaukee Bucks. This has to be the most disappointing season in Bucks history. Because you got this team that was primed and ready to go to the finals. And they choked on center stage. I'm not going to use Giannis's injury as a, an excuse because... They won the game without him. And they lost 
three of the four games with Giannis there. These niggas just put on one of the major choke jobs in history. I was talking shit about the Denver Nuggets being the 67 and 15 Mavs in 2007 that got upset by the Warriors, 2008. It just so happened to be the Milwaukee Bucks this year. You had an MVP candidate in Giannis, who despite an injury, you know, statistically he did all that he could, but in crunch time, the nigga was nowhere to be found. You have to sit and wonder, should the Milwaukee Bucks panic? and fire head coach Mike Bootenholzer because they did come up short in the second round last year and they ended up worse than what they were last year. I'm going to be honest with you. I would give Bootenholzer one more year and if they don't go to the finals, then fire Because you got the team, you got the core, you got the bench. But do you? Here's the thing. Do you um, shake up the bench on the Bucks? Because, I mean, I do understand Middleton was hurt half the year, but the, they still had the best record in the NBA. There's really no excuses. The Bucks are a very good team, but they're just a disappointment and should not really be respected as championship contenders anymore until they prove themselves. I would definitely shake up the core a little bit. You know, I'd get rid of Connington. I'd try to trade Chris Middleton. I'd keep Holiday, though. Lopez is a free agent next year. I'm pretty sure he'll come back. Jay Crowder's definitely probably going to come back for sure. But this is an all-out disappointing season for the Milwaukee Bucks. As they need day ass wool. Last but totally not least on the menu, the Golden State Warriors take a 3-2 lead on the Sacramento Kings as they defeated the Sacramento Kings 123 to 116 on the road. Daddy, why you always on the road? Clay Thompson. Big game. Game six, Clay. It's in game five. Game six, Clay has showed up in this series. 25 points on 5 of 11 shooting from three. Andrew Wiggins. Big dog status. Andrew Wiggins is the uh, final piece to the puzzle here for this Warriors team to advance. As he scored 20 points. Gavon Looney, even though he only had four points, 22 rebounds, seven assists. Little tiny onions is what I'm going to start calling Kevin Gavon Looney because that's what he is to this Warriors recipe. The little tiny onions. Right? You got uh, Jordan Poole was disappointing. I'm never betting on that motherfucker again. Stephen Curry, Chef Curry. <laughs> Leading all scorers once again, 31 points, 8 assists, 12 25 shooting, 2 of 10 from 3. Draymond Green was the story here. I told you. I told you, niggas. You go back to my old footage. I said that if Draymond and Poole trade places, Draymond Green would be better coming off of the bench. And lo and behold, Draymond Green has his best playoffs, best game of the playoffs. I know I keep saying that, but it keeps happening. 21 points, seven rebounds, no, seven assists, four rebounds, four steals, one block. Draymond is finally becoming the nigga that they talking about because I haven't seen it. I love when Draymond Green is aggressive on the offensive end. When he's aggressive like that, the Warriors will never lose. Because you already got Steph, Clay, Poole, Wiggins, Looney. 
and Draymond scoring 21 points, you're not going to beat them. Sorry, Sacramento. Harrison Buns scored 13 points. <laughs> I'm going to start calling him Harrison Buns. Malik Monk, 21 points off the bench. Damn. De'Aaron Fox, despite that finger injury, 24 points. Nine assists, seven rebounds. DeMontis Sabonis had 21 points and 10 rebounds. I mean, Sacramento did everything that they could to win this game, but the experience and the momentum is swinging towards the Warriors' direction. And as far as I'm concerned, I truly believe that the Warriors are going to eliminate the Kings in Game 6. Guaranteed! Like Charles Barkley would say, I'm going to guarantee that shit. I mean, I did pick the Warriors in seven games, but them winning two road games in Sacramento, don't hold your breath. I don't think they're going to go back to Sacramento after this one. First road game of the playoffs. Got to feel good for Golden State Warriors fans. But we got some discussions right quick. We check out this playoff bracket, man. We got some shit ready to go. We got two series to discuss, two predictions, two uh, weird opponents here. <clears throat> Still a lot to be settled, though. Still three games left, or whatever the case may be, whatever. So we got the Nuggets facing off in the second round versus the Phoenix Suns. We get a little playoff preview, why don't we? Playoff preview. Suns and Nuggets. I mean, obviously, Phoenix gets the home court advantage. Yuck, yuck. But this is where the buck stops here for, for uh, Denver. Um, I feel like it's going to be a lot of offense, not a lot of defense. I don't think either one of these teams is elite defensively. There's nobody on Denver that can check anybody on Phoenix, and there's nobody on Phoenix that can check anybody on Denver. It's literally going to come down to who makes the most baskets versus who makes defensive stops. Jokic and Aiton are not going to check each other. They're just going to score on each other, right? Jamal Murray and Chris Paul, I want to see this. I think Jamal Murray going to bust Chris Paul ass. And I think that Chris Paul going to do something dirty. <laughs> um, Kevin Durant versus Michael Porter Jr. I mean, wow, that's going to be interesting. Kevin Durant's going to school that kid. That's not going to be fun to watch. D-Book's going to crucify Case KFC, bro. I mean, you would have to probably put Bruce Brown on uh, Devin Booker. Denver has a better bench, but it's not that much better than, than, than Phoenix's. Everybody's going to pick Denver because they're deeper and they have the better record. But me, I'm going to go out on the limb, and I'm going to say my choice is the Phoenix Suns in seven games. The Phoenix Suns in seven games, Kenneth. I'm taking Phoenix going to the Western Conference Finals, ladies and gentlemen. I don't believe in Denver. I never did. They were lucky to get the weak-ass Timberwolves in the first round. Now you got to play a real team, my baby. Now you got to play a real team, my baby. We gonna have to show. We gonna have. We gonna have to see it. A lot of people got a lot to prove. Kevin Durant made it out of the first round. That's good. Now you got to make it to the conference finals, big baby. You got a team down. It's no excuses, Nick. Nikola Jokic, you're a two-time MVP. I want to see MVP in this series. Cook eating ass. He ain't shit. Nigga. In my Franklin safe voice. Nigga. 
<laughs> Next series, the Heat versus the Knicks. I don't know, man. The status of Julius Randle is not looking so good. If he comes back, it'll be game two or three. But that ankle did not look good. I mean, Miami, they're the hottest team right now. I mean, these dudes fought to get in. And they're fighting their way through. This is a team that's focused and ready to go back to the finals. New York Knicks are the new kids on the block. Looking to make a name for themselves at the Garden. The Timberlands and the Buck 50 Razors is going to be on deck. But if Randall's not 100%, I cannot pick the Knicks. If Randall is maybe about 60 or 70 then there's a chance for the Knicks. But I do not believe in the New York Knicks. I just don't think they're experienced enough, and I don't think they're ready enough for this Miami Heat team that's on fire with all this veteran experience and great coaching. So what I'm going to do is I am going to choose the Miami Heat in six games. It may go five, but I'm going to choose six games to be safe. I think the Knicks are definitely going to win at least one or two games at the Garden. I just think Miami is just too good right now and just too hot. So, yes, I have the Miami Heat advancing as an eight seed to the Eastern Conference Finals. And they could be the possibly the first eight seed to go back to the finals since the New York Knicks in 1999. It's no secret that Miami had issues going on during the season. But now you have Eric Spolstra with Jimmy, Kyle Lowry, Kevin Love. These are guys who are NBA champions. Kevin Love and uh, Kyle Lowry. Udonis Haslam's a three-time champion. You know, I know he's not going to play and shit like that, but I'm just saying, like, having that core... Then, if they go to the finals, guess who comes back? Tyler Hero. Man, all I have to say is, wow. (laughs) I am completely flabbergasted right now at all these upsets. But I want to thank you guys for coming out and checking me out and fucking with me. Thank you for... for, uh, Listening to King Known Uncensored. And I'm gone.